0: oh my gosh what if they almost made it like a chia dress though oh
1: that would be cool too
0: that would be cool i just <laughs> sorry i just thought of that like
1: Master. have the root
0: systems like within the okay anyway <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I, it's not shocking to me that it's not real flowers that doesn't no. there's a lot of things that don't make sense about this movie but that really doesn't make sense no Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Art of Costume Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Joy Glass.
1: And I'm the making Spencer Williams.
0: Spencer, we should have had flower crowns for this episode. I know. What were we thinking? I don't know. I don't know. I was looking at the flower crowns in midsummer and I was like, ooh, I need I need these. I need these. Why do these ever go out of style? They never should.
1: <laughs> it's because the Coachella era kind of ruined it a little bit, you know? People yeah, went so hard on flower crowns
0: true but then i see like like um video from florence and the machine concerts and everybody has flower crowns there too and i'm like i want to be one of those people (laughs) all right well let's
1: do it you're coming in october so yes
0: let's make super goth flower crowns the night before
1: oh hell yeah me you
0: and avisha just stitching flowers together goth
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, elizabeth we are at the end of our hot girl summer.
0: We are. We are. And we have the hottest, <laughs> the steamiest <laughs> hot girl summer episode. Spencer, what did we watch this week?
1: This week, I'm so excited that I convinced Elizabeth to watch this. We watched Midsummer, everyone. Whew. Wow.
0: That was a movie. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew it was a risky choice for Gane Elizabeth to watch. But it's such this is one of those films that's so popular right now. For some reason, Gen Z loves this movie, which I mean, it's an amazing movie. I love it, too. Yes. Yes. But it's just like becoming such a like cult classic. And it's going to be one of those movies that's, you know, recognized for its costume design years down the road, even though it wasn't nominated for Academy Award. But, you know.
0: Yeah. I wonder if because as it's kind of going right now with social media and everything, I feel like Gen Z has a very hard time connecting with people and like just like showing real their real emotions, which is kind of what Danny is struggling with. She's like struggling to connect with her boyfriend. She's struggling to connect with his friends. She feels like she has to like hold all of her like grief in. Until the very end where she's with a group of people who says like, hey, it's okay to scream and be upset about something. And we'll, we'll be right here with you, yeah. supporting you through that.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny because this <laughs> entire film makes me want to scream the entire time. It's so <laughs> horrific. But Florence Pugh absolutely kills Ooh, it in this she film.
0: She does. She does. This is like
1: her masterpiece. And the costumes are top tier it does not get better Mm -mm. than this i'm very excited to talk about it
0: i'm so excited to talk about it let's jump into it spencer give us that summary
1: all right in the middle of an imaginable loss and a relationship she knows is clearly over danny finds herself in a swedish commune that follows ancient traditions and seems to have everything she didn't know she needed and that is midsummer
0: you haven't seen midsummer uh, go rent it somewhere. It's I for bel- rent. All I think over we the watched place. it on
1: Showtime. Is that where we watched it?
0: Yes, we did. I watched yes. it on
1: Amazon only because I was too lazy to look at your Showtime login details. Is that horrible?
0: Yes. <laughs> Do you want to know what's even more horrible, Spencer? I subscribed to it through my Amazon account. Which you do have the credentials to get into.
1: <laughs> I did notice that. I did notice that. I just hate typing on, you know, like TVs when you have the remote and you have to like spell out your entire email address. Fair. It makes me crazy. I literally want to die doing That's it. That's
0: fair. That is like the number one problem with streaming services is their login process. Oh, yeah. Unless you're doing the like login on your computer. But I'm like, it's exactly for this purpose. Yeah. To stop us from,
1: it's so exhausting. And then, like, you forget your mom's Netflix password, and I have to yeah. do it like multiple times. You're all sweating. Yes. Oh, I hate You're it. You're like, so.
0: when am I gonna get kicked out of this account? Yeah.
1: So last night when I was watching Midsummer, I was like, I'll just rent it. Here's three ninety
0: nine. You're like, take my money. Um, anyway, don't steal. Don't steal people's login information and use it for your own. Oh, yeah. We... Yeah. No. No, no, no. no. I don't mean, do that. Don't pirate. Definitely don't pirate. That's my number one don't do.
1: Definitely do not pirate unless you're Taika Waititi. Then yes. we'll talk about it.
0: Yeah. Then that's a different kind of pirating. <laughs> don't pirate TV shows and movies, though. That's no. not classy.
1: That's, that's old school.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, going behind the wardrobe... We have director Ari Aster, and costume designer Andrea Flesch. Her noble works are the series X Company, Colette, and Operation Mincemeat, which actually looks pretty interesting. My dad's been watching it.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) I never heard of it, but the title sounds crazy.
0: I I think it's based off like a true World War II story. I'm not positive. I don't know, it's that era Well, it's set in.
1: As far as underrated costume designers go, Andrea <laughs> Flesk is it. I mean, she kills it with this film. I mean, it's to me, it's like Crimson Peak, Dracula-level costuming this film is.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And like Dracula, it was a joint effort between all the departments. Uh, Andrea said to bustle... These costumes are not coming from some original historical historic thing. But also, Henrik Sevenson, the production designer, we work very closely. Sometimes his designs inspired me, or sometimes he asked me to design a costume, and then he adjusted his designs to the costume. And a lot of people were helping us, the people who drew the runes, all the paintings on the wall. These paintings inspired me and I used motifs from them on the costumes. Which I was like, when they walk into like the communal like lodging, I was like, A, gorgeous. Like I would Airbnb in bed there. (laughs) Like... (laughs) i'll i'll risk the ritual murder um
1: i'm tempted to say i'll go (laughs) with you but (laughs) i don't know
0: (laughs) um all you have to do is like be nice to them and not like insult their traditions i think that was everybody else's problem
1: yeah maybe i don't know i'd have to be convinced but as you know i'm very easily convinced
0: I mean, as I said, if I ever do truly have a mental breakdown, this is where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) But it's you see it and it's beautiful. And then we do get close up shots of these paintings on the on the walls. And I was kind of shocked, like how similar they were to the costumes.
1: Yeah, it makes you wonder, like, what came first, the production design or the costume design? Sounds like it was happening at the same time, which is really cool.
0: It was like back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, I love that. That's how films should be made.
1: Yeah. I'm shocked that she said that this isn't based off some historical thing because you would think like this is very like referencing a lot of culture, a lot of history. But if they just created this, that's even more incredible.
0: Well, Spencer, I think we were both ready for a break. And when we get back, I think I'm going to answer some of those questions for you.
1: Some of the flowers are starting to move. So I need to go lay down.
0: Blogcast listeners is Elizabeth Joy Glass, co-host and producer of the Art of Costume Blogcast. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all your support. If you wanted to continue your support, you can now become one of our costume mavens when you become our patron at patreon.com/slash costume There we post unheard bloopers, highlights, and you can even catch our monthly bonus episodes for patrons only. Make sure to check out the description for a link to our Patreon.
1: Are you ready for your dreams to come true and go visit the Harga?
0: I am so ready to visit the Harga, Spencer. <laughs> so ready. Uh, and so was Andrea. She was ready to get into this Swedish commune. Uh, she said that to Bustle that Ari knew that he wanted to have the Harga in white and also that we have to do close as possible to Swedish folk costumes which at first glance that is what they absolutely did however andrea found after some research that sweden doesn't really have any more of those kind of costumes or materials and then because of sweden's apparently like sh- strict filming restrictions The production decided to branch out and shoot in Hungary instead of Sweden. And Andrea also decided to branch out with her research. She said to Bustle, I found out that folklore in the whole world has something in common. So I started to search the whole world. What are similarities in Swedish folk and other folk? And I found a lot. So the traditions were were my idea to use other countries' folk costumes, which are similar because there's this idea that everything is one in the end, which wow. that really ties into the story.
1: Yeah, that's that's very interesting and kind of shatters my entire world. Like, right? there's a lot happening here, and I'm obsessed with it.
0: Which, you know, that makes sense. I mean, all of, like those european countries they're all right next to each other but they all also have their own folk traditions so it's like yeah they're all gonna be a little similar and have like you know some similar like flavors and styles to draw from but one of the fantastic things about filming in hungary were their resources andrea told bustle here you can find all the fabrics so i bought tons of 100 year old linen fabric and embroidery and i tried to find embroideries in eastern europe which looked like they could also be swedish that
1: is crazy
0: (laughs) so they're like okay we're shooting in hungary and she's like okay let let me let me see what's going on in hungary and she's like oh 100 year old linen and linen embroidered come on
1: yeah this is nice
0: Isn't that wild? Some of these costumes are like 100 years old, technically. I love
1: that. It just feels so real and authentic. And like looking at the costumes, it's very convincing. It's very believable.
0: Absolutely.
1: And also what I love about it, the fact that it pulls from so many different countries. You know, I've talked to Whitney and Adams about this too, who we had on for an episode back in the day, um, Mm -hmm. who did a costumes for Paranormal Activity Uh, The most recent one where they dive into a cult and it's crazy because they're they're trying to portray themselves as Amish, but they're actually like this pretty sick cult. And it's kind of interesting now thinking about like this, you know, commune. It is definitely giving like cultish vibes. Yeah. So you think that they're like, oh, it's just like another Swedish commune, but something totally different. That's almost appearing as something to the outside world when it's something totally different.
0: Yeah. Well, what I find interesting about the Harga is they have been there a hundred plus years. Yeah. Like it's, it's not like they're like modern Swedish people who decided to revert back to older traditions. They just, they never lost their old traditions. They've just learned to hide them from the rest of the world. So that's what I kind of find interesting about them. Also, like we said, all their embroidery, all their costumes all look very authentic. And Andrea said to, deadline that the costumes it should look like they do their costumes themselves and everybody has his own costume that's why it was also very important that all the costumes looked different some of them are better made some of them less (laughs) to see the difference it's not come out from a fashion house or a factory i love so she's right she's like these people everybody made their own thing or it's like their wife made their you know midsummer costumes they they all they all made their own
1: the embroidery is just amazing every time you see it go across the screen you're like wow that is stunning the craftsmanship yes i bet you andrea's team was hardcore (laughs)
0: <laughs> absolutely she actually she talked to bustle about the embroidery she said we used a lot of original embroidery which we copied and shaped and we also made a lot of new embroidery there are very good people in hungary who can make it so she just got all these hungarian embroiderers and we're like go wild <laughs> um, i also love these shoes she I ended up not being able to find the quote, but she mentioned in one of the interviews that some, not everybody's, but some of them had runes on their shoes. And I believe this is a set from the movie where it's like, even the shoes, even the shoes... Have their little
1: runes on them. The attention to detail is amazing. And can I just point out, like, all the hats we saw throughout this film? Oh my gosh! Had pieces. I'm not even talking about the flower crowns. I'm talking about like just the hats. Like the red piece.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's
1: so good that
0: woman who's like the master of ceremonies yeah <laughs> she she looked incredible the whole time
1: yeah and then i was
0: like ooh, the, get it girl
1: the creepy guys that go into like the barn and whatnot that have like the string hats that are just i guess they're more like <gasps> masks covering their face ooh.
0: yeah it's yeah. S-
1: spooky but like also so chic and Yeah, like kind of (laughs) couture.
0: They have style. The Harga have style. They do.
1: They wouldn't admit it. This cannot
0: be denied. Yeah,
1: but they definitely do.
0: Also, I mentioned this at the beginning, but they go through, the Harga go through kind of a color transformation. Um, And Andrea talked about this to Deadline. She said, the concept was that we started the movie all in white. And as we go further through these seven feasts, Everybody dresses up more and more colorful. Then every feast had a color. I don't know how much you can see this in the movie, but the idea was that at first we'd use only red. Then we put some blue and then some yellow, then some green and in the end, all the colors come together. Yes, I noticed that too. And I love it. So I have the picture from the first sacrifice, question mark where yeah everyone's pretty much all in white there is some blue embroidery here and there there is some red embroidery um you can also see someone with gold embroidery which um she did talk about a little like you know how they talk about like the four seasons of life um they did kind of ascribe like a color to each... She didn't really go too in-depth in it, which I, I did, so I didn't add that. Gold
1: is death, I believe. Right? Gold
0: is death and, like, the this winter season.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: So, which all the people who are about to die. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: Yikes. Um, yeah, I definitely noticed that, like, looking at that first cliff scene, which we have to talk about in a second, everyone's wearing white, but then one of the characters who, you know, she just hooked up with Danny's man... She's like in full, like floral, floral print with red and green in it.
0: At the end of it, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, the actress's name is Isabel Grill, who's incredible in this film. Yes. Stunning. Uh, she's like Stunning. in full floral print. So it's yes. so cool. I love it.
0: It's so good. And I love the scene where they're all crying with Danny because they all have, they all have like all these. Flower embroideries all in different colors. Like everyone is decked out by that last day. Yeah. Decked out by the time it is time to decide the May Queen Spencer. After our break, are you ready to talk about
1: Before something take,
0: iconic? <laughs>
1: Before we take a break, I wish I could pay money <laughs> to see your reaction when the cliff scene happened. <laughs> like I don't
0: know so, how you didn't
1: text me and say I'm good <laughs> so
0: I firmly believed I was never gonna watch this movie and one of my favorite podcasts the horror virgin did an episode on this movie and they talk about their movies like scene by scene uh-huh. so I pr- pretty much already knew what happened no, you were
1: mentally prepared
0: I was mentally prepared was not mentally prepared quite for how graphic it was
1: yeah it's pretty hardcore that
0: took me that did take me back a little bit um i think it was at that point that i started multitasking and playing um animal crossing (laughs) 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 um but yeah I i was a little more prepared for this i think than most people but it was so stressful
1: yeah very stressful i do not know how gen z it's mostly i'm saying gen z because i have a lot of gen z friends who have told me this it's not i'm not making this up who like have this as their comfort movie they like have it on in the background i'm like it's sick granted yeah. i do watch like animal attack documentaries when i'm trying to relax and do like work so yeah
0: but that isn't people murdering and sacrificing other people
1: yeah it's just mountain lions murdering and attacking people
0: yeah that's yeah. nature <laughs> yeah
1: that's cute. <laughs> Let's take a break. It's getting hot. (laughs) What's up, costume nerds? This is Spencer, co-host and producer of the Art of Costume blogcasts. I love the simple things in life. Free parking, air conditioning, and a nice comfortable hoodie. If you feel the same way, then I'm here to let you know that if you wanted to support our show, you can head over to theartofcostume.com slash podstore. There you can buy awesome BlogCast merch through TeePublic, such as t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, and stickers. We even have a baby onesie for all those baby costume designers out there. To get your merch, head over to theartofcostume.com slash podstore. Thank you for all your support.
0: Spencer, are you ready for a bear of a costume? (laughs) (laughs)
1: This costume still gives me the chills. <laughs> I was... Yeah, I've seen this movie a few times, and I was at my desk, and I I was also multitasking to, like, help with the anxiety, and I could hear the, like, a bear dissection happening behind me, and I was like, I'm not... I'm not prepared.
0: So I... From that podcast... I kind of thought like they knocked him out and then he was just in the bear costume. I didn't realize he was like awake and watching the whole process.
1: Yeah. I'm glad that they didn't show them like stuffing this poor guy into the bear costume. Yeah. Like granted, I do not like this character. I thought he was, um,
0: he was a jackass.
1: Yeah. He was a piece of work. He was a interesting guy, but the idea of stuffing this man into a bear suit, really uh, gives you the (laughs) spookies.
0: Yeah. Uh, Andrea talked a little bit to Bustle, just kind of about the sacrifices and ceremonies. Uh, She said it was Ari's idea that the people who will die, they will wear gold because he created a color code. The whole film starts in white. The first ceremony, they wear blue and gold, and gold always comes back when somebody dies. The May Queen ceremony, it was green, of course. And the animal sacrifice was red. And as we go further, more and more colors. And the color becomes more intense in the final ceremony. Yes. Which absolutely, absolutely.
1: <laughs> it's intense. But going back to the bear, like, I don't know how this happened. It, it's so crazy to me i don't know how they did this
0: i know um a vanity fair article talks a little bit about it uh they didn't quote her directly but it was a it was an artificial piece made from furs by a separate hungarian prosthetics team and she said it took weeks and weeks (laughs) so (laughs) Shocking! <laughs> I couldn't figure out if it was like synthetic fur because she does say it's artificial, or if they just took like multiple bear hides. I
1: don't know.
0: And put it together.
1: It looks so realistic, though. It's it's pretty crazy. <laughs>
0: There are really good synthetic furs now, though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the character's face when he's just stuck in the bear costume. That's my face entire movie, basically.
0: Yes. I think that's everybody's face entire. He really deserved it, though. I'm like, I get that you don't want to <laughs> break up with a girl after her whole family is murdered by her sister who commits that suicide.
1: Traumatic 15 minutes of the beginning.
0: Yeah. Yes. But if I was him, like after the first like month or so, I would have been like, "Hey, clearly this isn't going anywhere." I'm cuz he clearly like I think he does want to be there for her, but I would have been like, "Hey, I understand something horrible just happens. I think we both know this relationship isn't going anywhere. I'll still be here for you, but like this is over. Like romantically, this is over." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think they just need to bear hug it out, you know?
0: I think she was trying and he just... (laughs) And his terrible friends. The one terrible friend. The one guy. Who who was that guy again? He's in a bunch of movies.
1: Are you talking about Will Poulter?
0: Yeah. Who's
1: gonna be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3?
0: Yeah. I like him as an actor. He's a terrible individual in this movie. Yeah,
1: I forgot about his uh faced face mask moment. That that really set me back. Oh my gosh, in yeah. The sleep sleeping department.
0: <laughs> he, he's like the just the what everybody thinks American tourists are,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. All right, yeah. take this bear image off the screen. I can't look at it anymore. Yeah.
0: I'm sure it's <laughs> cuddly. it's cuddly. I don't
1: want to look at it anymore.
0: Well, how about some flower crowns then Spencer?
1: Oh, uh, it actually is it's that's what's crazy about it, is looking at uh, Florence Pugh in these costumes is refreshing to look at. Yes. Like, it's just like so visually pleasing.
0: It's so visually pleasing. And I love, like, we see flower crowns throughout the entire movie. Um, Especially, uh, remember in the uh, Northmen uh, episode, I mentioned that, like, that's like an Eastern European tradition. Yeah. Is the flower crowns. So you see them, like, throughout from the very first day onward. But then, Dandy in this, like, single day, she goes from, like, the standard, like, oh, I'm in the make queen competition flower crown to this one that looks like they put a basket of flowers made of flowers on her head yeah <laughs> like that's what it looks like with this like flower bib that's adorable
1: it's adorable and it works perfectly against a white yeah it's just so beautiful and the breathing of the flowers because everyone's high af in this film yes. really trips me out
0: I I was like, ooh, let's go visit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but then I love how it it slowly but also very quickly builds to her May Queen gown, which is just it's just flowers. Andrea oh. says in her interview with Bustle that they wanted her to look like she had put a meadow on, and yeah. it's like she does, she does.
1: This is one of the most iconic costumes in history. Um, and I've had the pleasure when you come out, Elizabeth, we have to go see. It's currently at the Academy Museum in its full glory.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: I have this print behind me on a wall. It is so beautiful in person. I mean, the screen obviously does it serious justice. But just seeing it in person, like I've seen people cry in the museum just standing around it. It's Oh so my cool.
0: gosh. I can't wait to see it. Um, So Andrea said to Vanity Fair about making the dress, the idea, the first idea was, of course, to make it from real flowers. But because it took so long to make, (laughs) it was not possible. Which it's like, yeah. That's so
1: funny. They're like, that should be dead by tomorrow.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm like... Like sure, you can dip flowers in wax, and they, they last longer. But it's like not; it doesn't yeah. look the same. <laughs> Come on, that's
1: not going to work.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, what if they almost made it like a chia dress, though? Oh,
1: that would be cool too.
0: That would be cool. I just sorry, I just thought of that.
1: It like, have the her. root
0: systems like within the? Okay, anyway. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, I, it's not shocking to me that it's not real flowers. That doesn't. No. There's a lot of things that don't make sense about this movie, but that really doesn't make sense. You know? No, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that would not have made sense. Uh, she told Bustle what they did instead. She said, we made this dress from around 10,000 silk flowers. First, we had to make a pattern for the base of the dress, and under the dress, there was like a hoop skirt. To give it the contraction, she can really wear it, which is like Okay, that makes sense. I did not expect her to move at all in this dress. I thought she was just going to stand there looking pretty. Yeah. And then she's like screaming and like walking around. And I was like, oh.
1: That's my favorite like five seconds. In the Well, it's longer than that. That's my favorite part of the entire film is when she's walking in it. Because that's what you think too as like a costume designer like there's no way that thing moves it and would then fall it apart.
0: does
1: and then she starts walking and you're like whoa <laughs> that's intense
0: yeah no uh it was so heavy they had to give florence Pugh a chair to sit on underneath it oh i'm sure like in between takes yeah <laughs> they were like I, here's a stool <laughs>
1: i'm sure she sat in that costume for hours and hours and hours
0: that's so why she was probably so hot
1: Ugh. yeah Summer, she
0: probably got to wear just like nothing underneath it, though. Probably, I like
1: it's one of the most beautiful costumes ever. And the crown is so interesting, too, because it's not like a regular crown, it's
0: I love the four
1: like spires coming off of it.
0: Yeah, it's almost like branches of a tree, like growing up. That's what I thought it looked like. Yeah, that makes sense. And then it's like, of course, there's four for the four seasons. That they're celebrating mm-hmm. but andrea talked about the crown a little bit to vanity fair she said like the dress it also became very heavy the flower crown in the end <laughs> it was very hard for florence to wear it the original design wouldn't even stay on pew's head it was incredibly beautiful but we had to make it smaller. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like, what was the original idea? I like know. like smaller, smaller than this? This is yeah. huge. <laughs> Cause I mean, even looking at the like the sketch, it doesn't look that like it doesn't look crazy. That looks more practical than what they did, honestly.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, that's difficult. I can't imagine um, I've seen some people on TikTok just going to shout it out. Some people were saying like, oh, this is impressive. It's just a bunch of flowers thrown together. Clearly, these people have no concept of how costume design work. No. I'm sure this took hours, weeks, lots of preparation. It is art. This is just top tier costuming. I...
0: Her entire team was sewing and gluing these flowers on. And like, honestly, to get an artificial flower that looks that real is extremely expensive. Yeah. It's not cheap or easy to make fake flowers look that real. Cause honestly, like I didn't even really question whether or not they were fake. And when I, when I read that, I was like, It makes complete sense, but it still kind of blew my mind Yeah, because it looks so good. Yeah,
1: because it's such like a wild assortment of flowers, too. Like, there's no part of the dress that's like similar. It's, you know, very assorted.
0: No, and it's aesthetically pleasing.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's Alexander McQueen to me. It's just like high fashion. What's more impressive to me than anything is the fact that it survived, too, that she was able to walk in it. That yeah. to me, the fact that it didn't fall apart, you know, wasn't just hot glued. Because if no. it's just hot glued, she'd be leaving a trail no, no, no. behind her. This thing survived and is in a museum.
0: Yeah. You know. Like within within less than five years, it became so iconic that they put it in a museum. Right. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I believe it's next to a Joan Crawford costume, <laughs> like and yeah. st- down the well, hall from the Wizard of Oz.
0: Honestly gen ears are probably more familiar with this than with the ruby slippers.
1: Yeah. Which, like, fair. I know.
0: Fair. Yeah.
1: I'm not a big yeah. Wizard of Oz person myself. So
0: I really liked it when I was a kid and I don't know why.
1: Me too. But I think that's because that's all we were probably allowed to watch back then, you know?
0: <laughs> I mean, also was the age of DVDs. So we didn't have a lot <laughs> available <Yeah>. to us.
1: <laughs> but. All in all, I, I just think this film is incredible. And that May it Queen is. costume is just will always remain iconic. I just was this even nominated for a Cami Award? I don't know, but I think no.
0: That's a shame. It should have been because this was a lot of very well thought out, well constructed, thoughtful costumes. Yeah. It should have been nominated
1: for sure. Elizabeth. Do you want to play our favorite game, even though I feel like there's no point? <laughs> the
0: one costume to rule them all. <laughs> there is only one costume to rule them all this week, it is the May Queen gown.
1: Elizabeth Spencer's th- not
0: even trying to argue with me.
1: <laughs> no, Elizabeth, you th- let me give my answer because we both know it's there's only one choice.
0: There's only one choice. Because let's get real. All of the people from outside the commune looked kind of trashy.
1: Yeah, they were like the they the annoying did. American tourist, you know? Which, hey, I've been there, you know, but yeah. I never pull out my greatest fashion going on trips. <laughs>
0: no my when we went to australia my parents were really happy because someone thought we were canadian (laughs) that's nice (laughs) we were like we feel like we did something right um (laughs) but yeah like everyone not from the commune looks kind of trashy everyone in the commune looks incredible but then this is just on another level and like i said within five years iconic enough to be in a museum so
1: yeah it's the May Queen, it's... Uh, yeah. It's probably one costume rule them all, like, of them all, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. if we were to do a one costume to rule them all competition, this one would probably jump to the top. So
0: It, it would be in the top five. For sure. Like, it, it, this and the Lucy gown would be neck and neck.
1: Mm, yeah. Oh, that Does, would be... This gives a, me
0: real Lucy Bram Stoker Dracula vibes.
1: We should do that, like, contest on Instagram. See you know we gonna it figure out. this out yeah
0: <laughs> we didn't have we don't have enough red dresses this year we have to figure out something else right
1: <laughs> uh, Elizabeth <laughs> I'm so glad you watched this I know it's crazy but like it really packs its punches with the costumes
0: it does it does um if you want to give us your opinions about this wild wild movie and support our fact that the May Queen gown is the one costume to rule them all leave us a little voicemail at 626-515-1826. Yeah. You can just talk. You can talk as long as you like. The answering system might shut you off, but, you know, we'll listen to it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell us how the May Queen dress makes you feel. I am feeling a little sad, though, because our hot girl summer is officially over, but, honestly, we're moving into our favorite season.
0: So. We are. We... Hot girl summer has cooled down and Spencer, we are heading into pre-spooky season. <laughs> Spencer, what are we watching next week?
1: So we're taking it slow as we move into spooky season. It's not quite Halloween yet, but so we're starting off slow, which is why we did midsummer to kind of step our toes into the water.
0: Get us out of out of hot girl summer yeah. summer into spooky season.
1: Next week which it's kind of a it's kind of a choice for us. But Elizabeth and I and Daniel both agreed that one of the greatest movies I'm laughing just saying it. One of the greatest movies of our movies, childhood. Yeah. <laughs> that I had a dollhouse for. <laughs> what? Yeah is van helsing <laughs> the one with hugh jackman in it <laughs> with
0: hugh jackman and kate beckinsale oh i had a revelation watching this movie but i'll i'll let you know when we record the movie
1: yeah <laughs> when we record me to, the episode remind me to tell you about this dollhouse
0: too Oh, i'm not forgetting that <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you love this episode as much as i did don't forget to follow us on instagram at the art of costume pod TikTok at the Art of Costume, where, by the way, we have several TikToks of the May Queen dress, which very detailed. You can see all the flowers up close. Um, Head to our Patreon uh, at patreon.com slash the Art of Costume. Or it's starting to get a little cold out, hopefully, by the time this comes out. Um, Head to our merch (laughs) store, theartofcostume.com slash pod store. Get yourself a hoodie. I really hope by the time this comes out, it's getting cold out because I'm, I'm sweating right now.
0: I at uh, the end of summer, yeah beginning of fall, not not much hope for you in California, <laughs> although I did see leaves falling today where I am.
1: That's a sign
0: you're gonna have to come visit me,
1: yeah, we're gonna make you it should, happen.
0: You should come visit me over Halloween. We can go do fun like East Coasty, like apple picking and pumpkins.
1: Oh, we have to talk about Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening.
0: Thank you all for listening. If you loved this episode, please leave us a little five-star text review on Apple Podcast and or Spotify. Everybody, have a fantastic week.
1: And watch Van Helsing. You know you like yeah. it. Yeah. Don't try to pretend like you don't like it. You do.
0: It's on Peacock. Go watch it. <laughs>
1: I'm going to go watch it right now. Bye. Yeah. The Art of Costume blogcast is hosted and produced by Elizabeth Joy Glass and Spencer Williams. Our audio engineering and editing is done by Dan White. Follow us on Instagram at the Art of Costume Pod or visit the for all blogcast updates. If you want to support the show, go to theartofcostume.com slash pod store. Or you can head over to patreon.com slash the Costume for some bonus content. For more costume reviews, deep dives, and interviews, head over to theartofcostume.com, a blog dedicated to highlighting the best in costume design.
0: Are you pausing your recording? Okay. All right. Snaps for Daniel.
1: Snap in three, two, one, go. Daniel, we were laughing because we're talking about how Van Helsing is our next episode, and it's kind of a (laughs) risky choice, but I feel like there might be enough closeted Van Helsing fans that will appreciate it.
0: I think so. I think so. Underappreciated that movie.
1: Yeah. I think we're definitely the only costume design podcast to ever do it and probably ever will, but
0: probably (laughs) probably.